0: Are you having trouble balancing your nine to five while also trying to execute on your God projects? Do you find yourself asking, oh my gosh, I don't even know how I'm going to do this. I hear you God, but do you not see what's already on my plate? Don't worry. I totally understand. Just last year, I was working nine to five, managing multiple brands while also launching and planning my own conference, writing my book, managing my podcast, managing my YouTube channel, and also designing for my other clients. So when I say I understand what it feels like to have a million responsibilities and God is still calling you to create, I do. And that's why I'm hosting a free class called How to Execute Your God Projects While Managing a 9-to-5. This class will take place on Thursday, May the 11th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can sign up using the link in the show notes. Don't let your 9-to-5 and all of your responsibilities keep you stuck in a cycle of disobedience from what God is calling you to do. Again, you can sign up using the link in the show notes. Now, let's get into today's episode. You're listening to the Organize My Gods podcast, where we teach you how to get out of your head so you can execute the vision. I am your host, Kyla Jackson. Let's get started. Hello family and welcome back to another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. I hope you all are having an amazing week. For me personally, my week is getting a little bit better as I am starting a reset of my routine. It's not perfect. I'm simply making some adjustments to make sure that I'm getting as much done as possible during the hours where I'm the most focused. So we're going to talk about that today. I'm trying to see if I have any updates for you guys, but I don't think that I do. So before we jump into today's episode, I just want everyone listening to take a moment and breathe. Check in with yourself. How are you doing? Congratulate yourself on something big or small. Y'all know we have to take these moments out of our day to go back and reflect and really just slow down. Life moves so fast and there's always another day. I mean, can you believe we're almost at the end of April? And I just want you to congratulate yourself. Remind yourself of how well you're doing. You may not be doing perfect. You may not be where you want to, but you're further than where you were. And so that deserves a moment of appreciation. So pat yourself on the back. I'm super proud of you for showing up even when you don't feel like it. So with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. Now I have to update y'all on where I've been because I am currently pulling myself out of a funk right now. Every now and then, you know, life starts to life. And I've explained about a little bit of my situation um, in the past episodes, but yeah, I'm in a place now where I'm pulling myself out of an emotional funk, a productivity funk. Like I just have not been feeling my like myself lately. And I have been just asking God like I know I'm going through like a tough season, but you know, usually I'm able to kind of push through and just show up for myself and everything that I need to do every day, but I just feel like life has just been very overwhelming um for me lately and I was in this you know this little funk where I was kind of just taking some time to process everything that was going on in my life and it seemed like the more I tried to process it the more you know frustrated I got so I was like okay listen We're not going to approach life from a victim mindset anymore. Like life happens to everybody. And I'm not saying that it's not important to take moments to grieve and to process and to think it out. But at the end of the day, you know, life still goes on and there are still areas where I need to show up and I may not be able to show up in, you know, ways that I have before where I felt like I was, um, you know, just sometimes you have those seasons in life where you are just killing it. Like you were doing everything that you wanted to do and, you know, everything is getting down. And then you have other seasons where you just have to do the best that you can, um, every single day. And so I just had to remove the, the pressure, um, that I put on myself to show up at, you know, my highest capacity. Like right now I have the capacity to just show up with whatever God gives me the strength for that day and that's okay. So like I said, I'm pulling myself out of this funk. I'm pulling myself out of a place of, you know, victim mentality and really just taking the most I'm out of each day. So with that, I have actually reset my routine. I feel like before I was waking up around like that's another thing, like my sleep schedule has been all over the place. Like before I was waking up around 9 a.m., you know, I would spend my time with God and then, you know, I would really be getting started on my workday around like 10, 1030 But for the past few weeks, y'all, like I was waking up at like 11 a.m. and then I wasn't starting my day until like 1 p.m. or 1.30 and it was just all over the place. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I was still getting stuff done because I'm very particular about what I um, put on my plate each day. I try to focus on you know, two high priority tasks for the day that way, no matter what time I'm working, I'm still getting stuff done. But it just seemed like the day was going by so much faster than it used to. And I felt like in order to really accomplish um, or really just show up to these tasks with, you know, my most focused mind, I needed to wake up earlier. So I decided that I would take my own advice and all the things that I've been teaching and really adjust my routine to something that will allow me to show up in a more efficient way. So I went from waking up at 9 a.m. to 5.50, which seems like a huge adjustment. But hear me out because I'm going to explain my process um, about how I go and approach, you know, resetting my life or my routine. Um, and so what I did was I started doing habit stacking. Now, if you haven't heard of habit stacking, um, it's a really powerful concept by James Clear. He talks about it in his book, Atomic Habits. And habit stacking is basically when you are trying to produce a new habit, you basically pair it with something that you were already doing so that it increases your chances of sticking with it. Now, going from waking up at 9 a.m. to 5.50 a.m. is a huge adjustment. And when I tell you today, I felt every period of that um, adjustment. My espresso beans were not kicking in. I was very tired. I started working on one of my tasks and fell asleep. But here we are, and we are recording, and we're going to make that adjustment. But in order to make sure that I was going to be consistent with waking up at 5.50 a.m., What I did was I actually decided that I was going to take my sister to school each morning and she leaves about like, you know, around like 610. So I figured if I have a commitment that I need to show up for, then I can just stack on the new habit that I wanted to build um, with something that was already existing. And so now my morning routine looks like, okay, I wake up around 550. Me and my sister get ready to leave to drop her off at the bus stop around 610. And then once I am, you know, dropping her off, I have, you know, this period where it's like it's very quiet in the morning. There's not anything going on. And I wanted to start exercising because that's something that I kind of lost when I was waking up late and going through my funk. So I said, okay, since I'm already out, I'm just going to drive somewhere and start walking. So whether that's the track or whether it's, you know, by the lake or something like that. I'm able to eliminate a lot of that decision fatigue about what I'm going to do, where I'm going to work out, you know, et cetera, by just simply making the most of the area that's around me. So I'm already out. I've drive to somewhere to walk. And then as I'm walking, I start to pray as well. So you see how I'm stacking these habits that I want to see, but making it in a way where I don't have to go outside, um, of my way or make it difficult for me to do these things. So now I've gotten up early, I'm walking, I'm praying, I'm spending that quiet time with God. And by the time that I finish, I feel much more like reset and focused to get the day started. And this all happens before 7 a.m. So by the time I get home, I'm able to sit down and, you know, quietly with my devotional time because I've spent that morning time praying and listening to God and kind of getting some direction on what I'm going to read today. And then after my devotional time, I immediately go into one of my high priority tasks. Now, this is important because a lot of times you see in morning routines, people have like 50 million things that they are doing in the morning. And it is taking them, like their morning routine is almost taking them like three hours. And they're actually not using that time where there's nothing really on your mind for productive reasons. It's like, yeah, you could sit down and have, you know, a 45 minute breakfast and work out for an hour and a half and, you know, clean your house and do all those things. But in the morning is when your mind is the most focused and you really should be putting a lot of that energy on a high priority task that would be kind of mentally taxing for you throughout the week. Um, and it makes it very, very easy when you're able to just transition for one task. So, for example, one of my high priority tasks for today was starting um, my book. I had already written, you know, the book outline for my new book for Organized My Thoughts, which I'm very excited about. And I decided that I was going to spend just 15 minutes, you know, writing that first chapter. Because you guys know like that weird period of pressure when you're starting a new task and you are just trying to, you know, get over the anxiety of starting. It's like you want it to be perfect and you don't want to mess it up. And sometimes you just need to start. So I said I was just going to spend 15 minutes writing and I wound up actually spending about 45 minutes and, you know, almost finishing the chapter. But having that time in the morning where I'm, you know, the most free and I haven't even checked my emails yet. So I'm not bombarded with all this information. I was able to just write freely. And now I'm still in this point. It's about 9 a.m. and I'm recording the podcast, right? These are two tasks that are very high priority to me and they are actually mentally taxing. So now I'm able to get these done and out of the way when I'm the most productive. And even if I don't do anything else today, I've accomplished the two hardest things that were on my list before 10 a.m. And if you are subscribed to me on YouTube, I'm actually vlogging this journey because I want you guys to see that you can build a routine that is flexible, that is adjustable for you, that will actually allow you to get a lot done. And it does not have to be perfect. That's my biggest thing is that you can be productive. You can show up, you know, your best without having all of that pressure, without feeling like everything has to be aesthetic and you have to, you know, just do all the things that the internet says. Like your routine is custom for you. You know, the responsibilities and the things that have been on your plate and you don't need a million items on your to-do list to be productive. And you don't even have to feel like doing these things. Like when I woke up this morning, I did not feel like waking up. But something as simple as habit stacking allowed me to show up with the energy that I had and still get things done. So for those of you who feel like you are trying to get out of a funk or even if you just want to get more things done, definitely try habit stacking. Take something that you're already doing and then pair it with the new habit that you want to develop. So for example, if you are super busy, maybe you have a nine to five and you're also called to create some God projects and you're like, man, I don't know how I'm going to have time to work on these God projects. One thing that you can do is to start pairing your quiet time with God with your creative time with God. So if you spend 20 minutes you know, in the morning, maybe in prayer or doing a devotional, take an additional 15 minutes and just focus on working on your God project. And the reason why this pairing is going to work so well is because, number one, after you spend your quiet time with God, you're in a surrendered place where you can hear from him. And it will be a trigger and a reminder for you to also work on the thing that God has called you to do. Trigger points are very important because they help us to be reminded of the new habit or the thing that we're trying to build. And so by pairing your quiet time with God with your creative time with God, you'll develop a habit of consistently working on that God project. Another example of habit stacking that could work for you is maybe you're trying to develop more time to exercise because you know that Exercise not only improves your physical health, but your mental health as well. And so one thing I used to do is my gym was actually around the same area as the grocery store. And so because I grocery shopped every week, I would say, okay, if I know that I'm going to grocery shop, I'm also going to go to the gym at the same time. And so I would get dressed to go grocery shopping in my gym clothes. And then while I was at the gym, I would do some type of cardio or something. And I would develop my grocery list while I was there. So that way afterwards, I would just have to go grocery shopping. But it made it very easy for me because the trigger point was grocery shopping. Whenever I grocery shopped, I was also going to the gym. When I went to the gym, I was building my grocery list. So everything just continued to flow. And the great thing about habit stacking is that we do it in our everyday lives and we just don't realize it. For example, typically people drink their morning coffee and check their emails at the same times. The trigger point is making and drinking the coffee. And then you're like, oh, well, while I'm here, let me also check my emails. So if you haven't tried habit stacking already, take a look at your life and see where you kind of do this naturally and then where you can integrate that new thing that you want to work on, whether it's adjusting your routine or it's, you know, working on your God project or even just building a new habit. Now, I want to switch gears for a little bit and go back to something I was talking about in the beginning of the episode. And that is creating during your peak productive hours. Now, I came across this article because out of my frustration, I was researching about how many hours of day of focus work do we actually do, right? This doesn't matter whether you're working a nine to five or you're in full time entrepreneurship. Like a lot of times we center our lives on this eight hour workday. And we expect to be productive for that amount of time. But in an eight hour workday, you're really actually not going to be focused completely for eight hours. A lot of that time is filled with these low productive tasks that aren't really allowing us to move forward in our workload. And so I was just like, man, like it feels when I was waking up at like 9 a.m. and I wasn't really getting started with my day until 1 a.m. I was still getting stuff done, but because I hadn't been productive for like six or seven hours, I still felt like it was not enough. And so it really made me rethink the way I saw being productive. And so I started to research and I was like, you know, how many hours of focused work can a person actually do a day? And I came across this article and I'll link it in the show notes. It says the ideal work hours per day for a human to be productive are three to four hours. For most people, the actual work hours are two to three hours, with six hours being the maximum productive hours in a day. You'll be most productive for two to three hours daily if you do mentally draining jobs or I would like to say mentally draining tasks. So what this article is saying is that out of a typical eight-hour workday, the most productive you can really be and do actual focused work is three to four hours. But they're saying that for mentally draining jobs or mentally draining projects, the max is two to three hours daily. And so this kind of confirmed my theory when I said it really doesn't matter what time you wake up if you focus your day on those two high priority tasks, by the end of those tasks, you're going to be drained and you're not going to have the mental capacity to do much else. And that's okay because if you focus on high priority tasks instead of low priority tasks, then you've gotten done what's most important and what's going to move you forward in your workload. And so I wanted to share that because I felt like when I was working a nine to five and I was balancing all the things that God was calling me to do, I was constantly overwhelmed because I felt like there were seasons in my life where God had graced me to execute an insane workload, um, in a short period of time. I mean, in one time I was managing multiple brands through my job. I was also planning a conference. I wrote a book. I launched, you know, the podcast all within like one year. It was absolutely ridiculous. And I know now that I was running off of God's grace and not my own. And so I think sometimes I still compare, um, how productive I am now to how productive I was during seasons where God had graced me for that workload. And sometimes it just makes me feel like I'm not doing enough. And so I don't know if anybody else has found themselves in that place where you just feel like every day you're not getting enough done or you are having trouble focusing. And I just want to encourage you to stop comparing your past self to your current self. What you had the capacity for in one season, you may not have the capacity for in this season. And that's okay. God prepares us for the workload that's ahead of us. There are times where we are graced to do an insane amount of work. And there are times where we are graced for rest. Right, where we are graced to focus on, you know, one or two priority tasks, and that's okay. It doesn't mean that you're lazy. It doesn't mean that you're not doing enough. It just means you're in a different season. Like, I know we live in a grind culture where they, like, grind from the morning to the night and don't sleep. I remember I was talking to somebody, and they were a full-time entrepreneur, and I was talking to them about vacation. It was like, I don't got no time for no vacations. I don't have time to rest and da-da-da. And I was like, that just doesn't sound healthy. Like, I know... We all have ambitious goals that we're trying to get to. Trust me, I have a lot of them myself. But when it comes to the fact that we are working so anxiously towards something, we have to ask ourselves, like, what are we really working towards, like? And I say that because there's a scripture that really just kind of challenged my idea on, you know, productivity. And it's in Psalms 127 verse two. And it says, it is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat. For God gives rest to his loved ones. And I love this scripture because it really reminds me of seasons that I've been in in the past where I would be coming out of a grind season and God would, you know, eliminate a lot of the stuff that I felt like I needed to be doing. And he would have me spending time with him. And I remember that I was irritated because I'm like, God, I've got stuff to do. Like bills have to get paid. Things have to be done. And I was frustrated because I felt like my time where I was just spending Time with God and just dwelling, and there would be days where I did no work and I just spent with God. And because I am a performer by nature and always wanting to do something, I felt unproductive. But in those seasons, like when I came out of those seasons, the opportunities that God had brought to me while I wasn't even producing them on my own far outweighed anything that I could have done, you know, in my own busyness or grinding. So I'm not saying sit around and be lazy and do nothing, but recognize when you're in a new season where God is asking you to shift your focus to something that you may not feel like is productive and helpful for where you want to go. But remember that God knows every single detail of your life. He's planned out your entire life, the promises and the visions that you're working towards. He gave you them and he will accomplish those things. There's no wasted seasons with God. So that's all I really wanted to share in this episode. I know we covered a couple of different topics, but if you want to see this process in real time of resetting your routine and habit stacking and, you know, just what it looks like to walk out an imperfect life and still be doing all the things that, you know, God has called you to do, definitely subscribe to me on YouTube. You can just search my name, Kyla Jackson, K-Y-L-I-A Jackson. I'm not going to spell that out for y'all. Um, and i also leave the link in um, the show notes. I show you guys a lot of behind the scenes of, you know, my mind management, how I manage my relationship with God, um, you know, just daily productivity things. But also I have fun. Like I do a lot of just random things with my family, with my friends and I just have a good time. Like YouTube is my dwelling space that I am loving right now. I just get to be carefree, enjoy my life, and just bring you guys along the process. So I know that you'll find value there and I hope you guys subscribe. But this wraps up another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll talk to you on the next episode.